the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. More resources available online at jenniferjackson.com. This is Simply for Women. Well, I want to meet you, and if you want to meet me, come to Genoa Church on December 1st, and you can learn more at genoachurch.org. That's for a Christmas heart, comfort, and joy event. And I also have a special offer this entire week. I would love to send you a copy of a Christmas heart. This is my Christmas devotional, and it has reflection questions and recipes, so many goodies in there for you for a gift of any amount. This is an appreciation. And from the bottom of my heart. I want to thank you for listening to our show. Many women are being encouraged and grown and strengthened in their faith, and that's because of you. So go to jenniferjackson.com to receive your copy of a Christmas Heart devotional. Well, today we have Amy Garner. This is part two, and she is uh, part three, I'm sorry. She is kicking it off talking about her infertility as a After a post-abortive situation, Amy has written a curriculum redeemed for a reason. She understands where you're at. She understands where your friends are, and her testimony is so powerful. So listen to Amy. My husband and I tried to have children, and we couldn't. We spent um, probably a couple years trying, uh, and then we went to infertility. We had all the tests ran, him and I both, and I'll never forget the doctor walking in the door And he was like, Mr. and Mrs. Garner, there's no medical reason why you two cannot conceive. He thought we'd be pregnant in a month. And a year later, he would sound baffled as he pushed a brochure of adoption across the table to me and said, there's some things we just don't know. But I think I knew. Because during that entire process, if you know anything about infertility, you get six tries, basically. I'd had five negatives. So negative after negative result... As I was going through this healing process, the storm was raging inside, and I would hear the Holy Spirit whisper, ask. I couldn't do it. Ask. Ask to be a mother? I I can't ask to be a mother. I don't deserve to be a mother. Ask for forgiveness? What if he says no? And so this went on and on. Ask, Amy. Ask. As the storm just raged, it almost felt like having your skin inside out. Anything would make me cry. Anything uh, would just send me into um, just despair because I was so afraid, if that makes any sense. Until the day I sat in the doctor's office, the very last, uh, it was the fifth negative result. And at this point, I had stopped asking my husband to take off work. I just knew it was going to be a negative result, and I was just going to try and handle it myself. And The doctor said, there's some things we just don't understand. We don't have much hope. But we'll try this next round, and we'll see what happens. I thanked him, and I walked out. My husband called me and said, do you want to meet for dinner? And I said, sure. And so we met at a restaurant. We came in two separate cars, and I got out and began to walk into the restaurant, and a pregnant woman comes walking in because 
you know, when yeah. you're trying to have children. Everyone looks that, pregnant. That's right. And so I can remember saying to myself, Lord, if you have any mercy, please do not sit her near me because I can't do this today. I was so raw. And within 30 seconds of the hostess sitting us down, she was sitting straight in front of me, <laughs> like profile, straight <laughs> in front of me. Wow. And I broke. And I started crying, and I couldn't stop. I said, honey, I got to go. I got in my car and started driving home. It was a very short distance, but I began crying out to the Lord, like, why? Why all of this pain? Why? And again, the Spirit said, ask. And I said, okay, if you want this sin, take it. It's yours. And in that instant, it felt like that 50-pound weight just lifting. And the storm that was raging in me just silenced. And I realized I was experiencing peace for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And, and I think of all the people right now that right now are where you were for that 10 years. And they just can't ask God to forgive them. They can't ask God to give them a child or give them the next step in their life. They, they're just not ready. So what would you say to them right now? Well, Anything? Why don't we actually stop and pause and ask? Okay. Would you want to pray that with us? There's somebody that wants to ask God right now. I think we should just stop and pray. Sure. Absolutely. Father God, Lord, I just pray for every woman, every man who is listening. Lord, you know where they are. You know the ones that are hurting. They are your sons. They are your daughters. You are pursuing them with a relentless love. Yes. Father, I ask that you just create safety for them. Oh, make the cross a safe place for all sinners, Lord. For it is the safest place we can possibly be. So I ask, uh, Lord, that you just give each woman, each man who needs you the courage, the courage to ask for forgiveness. Because it's an assurance. It's already paid. You've already forgiven. You've already paid the price. It's just there, Lord, to receive. So we thank you, Lord, for the gift of your Son, for the finished work of the cross that cannot be undone, for a spirit that cannot be stopped, Lord, for the heart of a father that takes off running for a prodigal. That is who you are. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, I just ask that you be with every man and every woman who needs you today, who is hearing this, Lord, and give them the courage to ask, knowing that they will indeed receive, for who you set free is free. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, you know, Amy, let's talk about self-righteousness. One in four women Mm -hmm. have had abortions, and 70% of those are Christians. So it affects so many people. And we were talking about how do we relate to one another without being self-righteous, and that there's some language around how we should communicate, how, sh- how we should talk even to our kids, to, to our nieces, our nephews. Can you help us with this? Sure. Um, 
The first thing I can tell you is that is in your family. You may not know it, but I promise you it's there. I don't think there's a family in America that has not been touched by it. And what we need to understand um, is the way that we speak about it in our homes matters. The way we talk about uh, the unwed mom matters. Because if your children don't feel safe coming to you when they get in trouble, then they will try to hide it. And they will do the unthinkable. So the way you talk about women who have abortions, and and I will tell you, I was the most self-righteous person. Absolutely. Everything they say about me, I said about women. I thought all of those things, and then I became one, and now I'm called to them. Isn't that like Jesus Christ? (laughs) Isn't that just the way he works? (laughs) But it's so important how we're discussing it in our homes. It matters, and it could change whether or not a young girl feels safe to come to her parents or whether or not she's going to turn to do the unthinkable to try and cover it up. And in our churches and in our small groups or our gatherings, what, is some, what are some of the words that we can use, or what is some language that would be helpful? Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you post-abortive works really well. Abortion wounded works well. Um, it's th- those women that, that doesn't, anytime you, we say those anything, that, that just isn't good, right? It carries a, a verbal shame, if you will. Um, We need to talk about it in our churches. I'm so excited that you have a church that's willing to discuss a very tough issue. And we need to understand, uh, kind of to your point earlier, that the cross is not a safe place for everyone. No. Unfortunately, it's not. We think it's the safest place on earth, but it's not safe when you are afraid of the God of wrath. And what actually happens in the trauma of abortion is that Satan distorts the doctrine, breaks apart the God of wrath, the God of love. Suddenly we see the God of wrath coming for us. And and Amy, you said there were several traumas that cause abortion. What are some of those? When I work with women, all women that I have worked with since 2016 kind of fall into one of, I think, three categories. One is sexual trauma, rape, or molestation. Uh, The second one would be coerced, meaning they're coerced by a parent or a partner. And then there's an interesting role between the father in the home and whether or not a young girl ends up abortion vulnerable. And if the four A's are present, abuse, addiction, anger management, or abandonment. If any one of those are present, then she can become abortion vulnerable. The role of the father in the home is absolutely critical. So, so not an abusive home, just the fact that the father is available, is loving, is caring, is what you're talking about. Is safe, yeah. Is safe. And is a safe place, a, fa- a safe yeah. place to turn, right? That he's present. Because abandonment can also mean emotional abandonment. I just want you to know that we would not be able to do this show without you. You are our listener. You are our friend. You are growing. You are being changed and transformed by God and his word. And I am so happy to be in your life. And I'm so thankful for you. I pray for you all the time. And I would love to send you a gift. And that is a Christmas heart devotional. But you need to go to jenniferjackson.com. And for any, any amount, anything you can afford, go to jenniferjackson.com. And I will send you a Christmas heart devotional. You've been listening to Simply for Women.
We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jenniferjackson.com. That's jenniferjackson.com. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.